Hello and welcome to an episode that is hopefully not filled with echo of the Brave Room. As always, I am your host, Juan Amiro. And with me today, we have... It on another episode of A Foreseeable Future Jank Arc. Yep. Guys, I'm gonna be real with you. Things are not getting better. Things are only gonna get more jank from here. The jankdemic is going on. And make sure to leave a comment to let us know just how jank this podcast has gotten. And we... Anyways, we are hot off the heels of another Genshin live stream. That's right, we're talking <laughs> we're talking about Genshin again. Because that's pretty much what a lot of normies would think of when you hear when you tell them, Oh, I play video game. Is I it? guess. I have never seen a normie play Genshin. I have I see budding Fujoshis play Genshin. That's about it. Because the thing is, whenever I go on YouTube and get recommenders, it's like, uh, my first gacha game ever. So they're relative normies, you know? That is true. That is true. Having to explain to someone the concept of the limited banner is like the weirdest thing ever. Because I feel like every gacha player has it in their heart. <laughs> so seeing someone be introduced to it. It's like, you know that thing in, in like a lot of... Uh, it's a very common shonen trope, which is always you have the one character who was born for this life, and then the main character is the new one just coming in. So mm-hmm. he doesn't he doesn't understand everything. That's what this feels like. <laughs> you see, you see someone coming in asking about the, the limited banner, and how and you're just like, what? You, is Harry Potter just shonen? Is Harry Potter white shonen? I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, it could be. Harry uh, Potter's the, white the, shonen. The chosen one. But then it's not like he's got any real views or anything. He's just like, oh, you're the chosen one. You gotta do this. So he does it, I guess. I mean, he's got a pretty pro, I don't want to get killed by a noseless snake man. That's fair. I don't think anyone anyone does. Uh, you'd be surprised. There are some parts of the internet. I can't believe okay. I can't believe we've we've developed Harry Potter as a white shonen. <laughs> Expecto Patronus Date Bayo. <laughs> oh boy, it's another one of those episodes. Uh, we're, <laughs> we're talking about leaks because along with the new announcements of every Genshin Impact stream, there's also the leaks for the next announcement. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> come along with it and we were going to talk about leak culture in general because attempt to anyway i guess yeah we don't want to talk about what the actual genshin leaks are because i do actually think part of the fun is in the live stream mm-hmm. and i had this weird discussion with a friend the other day actually since we're talking about leaks i can i can talk about this because we had the sonic live stream a while back as well right yeah huh? and this friend was complaining before this his friend was like oh man i want a sonic colors remake and then this the sonic thing came and went and you know they announced a sonic colors remake and the that next day it? and the next day she was like oh god the sonic live stream was a bust nothing big happened there but like, what are you talking about you got your sonic colors remake she goes yeah but that was leaked like a month ago and i'm and i'm just like 
how is that Sonic Team's problem? <laughs> I guess if we leak, if a game leaks now, it doesn't count. Doesn't count, guys. You're not allowed to be hyped for something that was leaked. Dark Souls 3, get out of here. Devil May Cry 5, <laughs> twice, get out of here. None of those amazingly hype reveals count anymore. Elden Ring. The one thing we've seen of Elden Ring was leaked. <laughs> <laughs> you still alive there, our Elden Ring? Oh, they alive. Insane, <laughs> completely different. But yeah, so I think the internet has developed this weird relationship with leaks, haven't they? Mm, I guess for a certain subset of them, yes. Like, for example, if you want to talk about Genshin leaks, is the some people would be like, oh my god, I need these leaks because it's an F2P. I need to learn what to say for. And I guess that's a pretty fair assessment, but you know, gacha games, you're really used to just getting blindsided every now and again. Okay, actually, now that you've made that argument, I can, yeah, I can support that as well because we knew that that. I'm not going to call her Eula, Eula. We knew that Eula was coming for a while. We've known she was on the docket. Mm-hmm. And so that's... uh, So, you know, a lot of people, myself included, were like, oh, yeah, we're going to... You know, maybe maybe I'm not going to go so ham on the, on the polls right now because Eula's coming. So, yeah, I can definitely see, like, we can't eradicate all leaks forever. Because they do end up being pro-consumer at the end, right? Yeah. But then there's also the understandable thing where companies don't want, you know, their IPs to yeah, just be... Yeah, at the end of the day, you want to be able to, to talk about the thing you've been working on on your own terms. Uh-huh. Can you imagine if companies were forced to talk about stuff whenever they are, they were asked about it? Like, they weren't allowed to give the, oh, we'll, we'll tell you more when it's closer to the date. Can you imagine how disastrous that would be? I'm, try- I'm trying to think. What what game had a really, really bad, like, blind side to it? I wouldn't say it's, like, related to leaks or anything, but the interview with uh, Shuei Yoshida, I believe, he did mention that they do try to announce games relatively close to when they're ready to be released because otherwise you take... FF7 Remake, for example, they announced it pretty early and then they had to go radio silent for reasons for, or another. And people are like, are you still working on it? Are you still working on it? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. I, I should say I freaking love Capcom for doing that, by the way. I think every announcement they've made, like the game comes out within six months of its announcement. Yeah. I mean, I also have to just chip in a little bit for Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. The original announcement was like, I think the teaser was in 2016, if I'm not mistaken. And the date has been just vaguely 2020. I think, I believe uh, Kimura did say that he kind of regretted announcing it too early. Yeah. I think the the other example of leaks you have is Overwatch 2, which uh-huh. which super leaked. And then, you know, Blizzard did the thing. That I, I always commend the company when they do this, when a game gets leaked and then they go, okay, yeah, jig is up. Here's, 
we were working on Overwatch 2, and then they announced it, and then it's been silent ever since. <laughs> yeah. That was in the middle of the whole Blitzchung thing, too. Yeah. Wasn't there something else they were working on that got reviewed? Oh, wait. I think I'm thinking of something else because that I believe Call of Duty, the Warzone mode, was accidentally leaked. They were like, yeah, fine. Just, just take it. Just take it. Yeah. So I think as games media in particular, we have a weird relationship with leaks. Yeah. Because like... on, on one hand, you want to maintain that social link, right? Mm-hmm. Blizzard's not going to like it if all you're doing is digging through their trash, finding pieces of the next game. Yeah, however, it's still, like, A, something the community wants. They want to know. We want to know some news. And that's it. That's the, the crux of the issue, isn't it? It's news. People want to know. It's news. You so gotta, if you don't, if you don't cover gotta, it, then how? Eventually, what are you, gonna you gotta do? cover it. Yeah, it's you can only pretend for so long. Uh, and, and if you're not going to cover it, someone else is going to. Yeah. And then, and then you got a problem. I mean, we also have the... We act like leaks are this binary scale. They, they really aren't. They, because on one hand, you have stuff like, you know, someone, an anonymous source told, told us that Blizzard is working on StarCraft dating sim, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's that level of leak. And then there's the Capcom level of leak, where, yo, we stole a Capcom server and we're ransoming them for money. And we're going to drop a bunch of personal information of employees, but also news about Monster Hunter Rise coming to PC. Yeah. That's a, that's a way more, like, difficult situation to be in. Because in that case, you are actively promoting, you know, you're, you're actively promoting a terrible thing, which is... The, the server theft and stuff and again the problem is it became news the contents of what came out of that are news and we can't just close our ears and say that we're gonna pretend didn't see that i mean we did that with all the employee personal information obviously yeah joe margus at capcom living in 38 tigrex drive that's <laughs> not news <laughs> also they probably were have the fuller docs. Yeah, exactly. That that's my point, Kit, is that we're not going to report on the doxing. Yeah. But the fact that Monster Hunt you know, we found out that Monster Hunter Rise was coming to PC, that was news. We had to cover that. Yes, indeed. And I think if you are a fledgling blogger, newsman, whatever have you, that you have to make that call. Like how important is this story versus you know, the ethics and potential social link ramifications of writing the leak. It's kind of like, if somebody else did it, then, oh well, I guess it's my turn. Shout out to the bike outside. Not just that, but also you have the... Because you can make the opposite argument as well, which is that, oh, I shouldn't have to worry about my relationship with a studio, so therefore I need to do it to show that I am not in the pocket of a studio. Ah, uh, yes. Integrity, etc. It's... I wouldn't even call that integrity. I would call that aggressive, like... What, what do you call that? Oh, like, you're trying to prove a point. It's it's almost performative. Yeah, performative integrity. That's what it is. It's... I'm not doing this for any reason other than to piss off a studio. Which is, you know, that's its own problem. 
the the league situation is messy is what i'm saying and it and it will eventually come down to whether you think the individual news story is important or not which is surprise that's most of this job is deciding what's important and what's not more often than not it's likely it's important really yeah and i think you also need to adjust the scale the slider for what you think is important because obviously we're not reporting on conflict in the middle east right uh-huh like compared to that nothing is important <laughs> <laughs> oh what venti's having another reroll banner thanks says person whose roof was blown out by artillery <laughs> In the grand scale of things, nothing really matters. <laughs> But so you gotta you gotta make that editorial call, is what I'm saying. Like you, like for example, in the, if you want to bring it back to the whole Genshin Liki thing, the official accounts have said who is no Liki, and yeah. all the hey, we're gonna take legal action against you when you leak our stuff. And still, people will eat them. Yep, I love how it wasn't the legal action that scared them. It was when they started disabling accounts. <laughs> <laughs> they made leaks a. They put they made no leaks part of the TOS and could get your account revoked. I mean, Final Fantasy fourteen does that too. I honestly, I've like barely seen any FF fourteen leaks, despite how many people go crazy about it on my feed. But, Again, know. because if they get public, accounts get get taken. But the funny thing is, even even so, if, just to bring it back to Genshin, that's not stopping anybody. It did though. Uh, I remember a bunch of Genshin leakers mysteriously deleted their stuff. But they're back. They're all back. Yeah, but the fact that they did the first time, you can't hide the smell of bitch in your system. <laughs> <laughs> Cowardice sticks with you. <laughs> And again, you do it for whatever reason you you have to, but just know like you'll be remembered for that. We we all remember. It's not necessarily a bad thing, but just know that you know that's we know that card is in your hand now. The hide everything and pretend that Mihoyo doesn't see. So yeah, so yeah, that's that's pretty much it really for that. I think the argument the argument that like leaks ruin the fun. Is also pretty weird. Mm-hmm. Also, because like again, Devil May Cry Five leaked twice before it was officially announced. Like we've known the game, we knew the game existed for I think about three years before it was finally revealed. To the point that I remember, whenever it was part of a game show lineup, they'd be like, yeah. "Guys, Devil May Cry Five is gonna be at Taipei Game Show this year." I would be like, "Oh, that's the sign that it's fake." Because we've, I've been hearing about Devil May Cry Five for like two years now, and then, sure enough, at Xbox E3 2017, Devil May Cry Five was there. It is still the hypest shit I ever saw. Do you know how they revealed Devil May Cry Five at E3? Uh, 2017. I don't think I was watching out for it. The way they did it was they. They just played the the trailer with no like context clues to what it was, and like it's like a gen- very generic like oh man the city is overrun with demons, <laughs> and then it cuts 
to like a rock guitar starts playing and then the van co- comes into frame and on the side of the van is Devil May Cry <laughs> in neon lights. It's the sickest shit ever. And like even the fact that you know we knew that the game was being existed in some form for like the past two years, that still was incredibly hype. Is that oh my god? It's official! I can finally get into my grubby little gamer hands. It's not just that, it's just the fact that, like, at the end of the day, unless it's a trailer leak, like, you know, just the news leak is nothing. No, there's no... Like, it. it is ultimately... You can't read a line of text that says Devil May Cry 5 is, is coming out. And think that's enough to overpower just how hype that f***ing reveal trailer was. I didn't even watch it like live. Like I watched it later when the trailer was already called Devil May Cry 5 announced trailer. And it was still incredibly hype. <laughs> so, so you know like, I think the on, the, on the other hand, the people who are like, No, but the leaks will ruin, like you'll ruin everything. Like that's not entirely true either. It's a fair assessment, but not doesn't apply equally. Yeah, pretty pretty much. Like, uh, freaking Guilty Gear Strive, the last character, Eno, she was leaked a few hours ahead of the the press conference. Again, still incredibly hype. <laughs> Speaking of which, we're recording this a week before Strive comes out. Good lord, good lord. <laughs> I'm hanging in there, guys. <laughs> the blazing will be real soon. The Trick blazing mark. will be real. I, I will do a solo podcast if I have to, just talking about <laughs> Guilty Gear. I mean, sure, then maybe you can attract all the sweaty FGC bros over. Maybe, maybe. But yeah, what are we on about leaks? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think there's a lot of sensitive people both ways. Yeah. But I do think though, if you find a leak, you know, you have a responsibility to make it a little harder to see. Like maybe don't take if a tr- if a screenshot leaks, for example, yeah, you know, screenshot of the trailer or whatever. Mm-hmm. And let's say for example, what's a big spoiler that could Yeah, V in Devil May Cry. Let's 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 go with him. So say you got the the screenshot for V leaks a few months before he was announced. Maybe don't, maybe don't put that. Mm. <laughs> maybe put a link to it, but maybe don't attach the picture and be like, oh my god, new playable character V in Devil May Cry Five coming out next year. <laughs> <laughs> I find it funny because like, uh, before the. Yeah, I mean, it keeps on coming back to Genshin because I really... It's, like, just the biggest thing. Yeah, And it's, people it's... both ways are just all over the damn leaks. And there's so many of them out there. The, uh, I believe that was not only the promotional video for the version update got leaked, a character's story cutscene also got leaked. Yeah. So, yikes! Yeah, when... Again, we're not going to get in get into those details for you know continued social link reasons, but uh, yeah, like when I saw it being shared, like oh dear, yeah, Just... and then we closed our eyes, Mihoyo. 
we closed <laughs> our eyes. <laughs> I didn't watch the thing because I felt that, you know... We said no. I, we said yeah. no spoilers. And, and we also, looked away. <laughs> like, it's not... Even, even for a character I like, it's like, it'll come sooner or later. I, I'm, and I'm lazy to do it immediately anyway. And there'll be spoilers all over the place, whatever. But yeah, no, with with regards to that, it's all, it's like, I actually, again, I kind of agree with people who don't want to see spoilers. Especially when they're leaked like that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I also get really annoyed when, you know, you have the person who's like, Guys, spoilers are bad. You are ruining my enjoyment of this game. Okay, listen. As long as it's tagged properly, I'm fine with it. Alright? And with any content, especially, just, like just tag it. Please. We've kind of like muddied the waters between leaks and spoilers here. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, if people are going to share it, that's what they're yeah, going to do. All leaks are spoilers, but not all spoilers are leaks. Yeah. So tag it so that people don't have to see whatever you want to throw out there. You know what's weird? Yeah? So the Review Starlight movie came out a year exclusively in like in Japan, like a year before it was released on Blu-ray, right? Alright. And things happen in that movie. Things, yep. The ending of that movie f- pops off. And somehow... Somehow, they kept a lid on it. Like, they didn't perfectly keep a lid on it. Like, the the only spoiler that got out was intentionally vague descriptions of how the pop-off happens. (laughs) And so people were all speculating that this happened. And then the full, you know, the, the movie was released internationally. And oh my god, they were wrong. (laughs) and if anyone has seen Rondo you know what I'm talking about (laughs) highly recommend Rondo by the way I still think Review Starlight has one of the best gacha game stories I've ever seen I mean if you wanna talk about those kind of uh, spoilers or leaks or whatever people have this uh, kind of how you say stereotype that Japanese fans will always keep things on the down low? Yeah, I mean, you can you can even tell that with like Hololive because Hololive has uh, they have members only streams. Uh huh. Nothing gets out of those members only streams. Nothing. I've only seen one clip from those members only streams, and it was explicitly clipping granted permission by. <laughs> by uh, Suisse. So yeah, no. There's some truth to that stereotype. Weebs are weirdly loyal. (laughs) I guess otaku are weirdly loyal. God, that's a term we haven't used in a while. (laughs) I'm an otaku. (laughs) But yeah, I guess the TLDR is kind of like, yeah, dicks, there are good sides, bad sides. Yeah, I think the the best like gray leak I can remember is um here here's a name you guys probably haven't in a while Funhouse. They leaked Dark Souls three like they broke the story, 
it was like a month out from E3, and they said, guys, Dark Souls 3 is going to be at E3 this year. Here's, like, assets from the thing. And everyone called them out on it and said, you're making this up for clicks. It didn't help that uh, Funhouse's MO was very clickbaity at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they were like, no, we stand by our reporting. And then sure enough, they were right. The assets that they had with them were at the E3 presentation. So they were, they were like super fucking right. And, you know, on one hand, it's just like, should you have harassed Funhouse for leaking Dark Souls 3? Of course not. But also, like, what was the point? <laughs> what was the point of leaking Dark Souls 3? You didn't do anything. <laughs> One guy at Bandai Namco put his job in danger, probably. Funhouse got a bunch of clicks, a bunch of airtime, but ultimately it didn't do anything. <laughs> That's that's always the one that throws me for a loop, right? It's just like at the end of the day, why why are we doing any of this? I don't know. Like so, like even for me personally, I've I've always wondered why Arknight stuff doesn't often get leaked, because like in the year one and a half years or so that I've been playing this game, I've seen leaks like a total of three times. The rest were data mines from the client that was already uploaded about four hours before the patch bit, before the patch and the to servers were opened. In. Data mines are leaks. Data mines are totally leaks. That is literally you going into the game's files and pulling out stuff that's not meant to be seen. Alright, I'll acknowledge that data mines are leaks. But like actual those crunchy images that you have no idea where people pulled from. I've only seen those three times. Yeah, that's that, because... That's... Made it like, like way ahead of when the thing was supposed to go live. Otherwise, the rest were like four hours on patch day. That's because the way we do things has changed. <laughs> There's no longer a need to sneak into the office and take a photo and zoom in and see, oh my god, you know, official is coming to Arknights. There's, there's no need to do that anymore. Now, you li- you really can just data mine. Like, uh, freaking World of Warcraft, every patch has the next patch's cutscenes in it. Uh. So I've been follow. I didn't know this, but I was following the Shadowlands story a mu- like one patch in advance because there was a guy who would data mine the the cutscenes every single time. <laughs> every single patch. Look you, sir. But not Genshin, Mihoyo. I see the Genshin. I, have... <laughs> I do the, I mean, the Ethan Winters block. Uh, as long as we don't uh, report on it, we don't disseminate it even further. If you want to look for it, you know, you know your sources, okay? I do the Ethan Winters block. <laughs> I put my <laughs> hands over my face. <laughs> no, no Genshin spoilers for me. <laughs> it's not like Ethan Winters even has a face, but that's, I guess that's another story. Man, that was so weird. Where people people were like sharing his face. Be like, dude, we did this during Resi 7. 
I think there's a photo of his face in the Resi 7 files. That was the weirdest shit ever. Um, I think that's gonna be it for us. I yeah. can I can only do that Mihoyo no bit <laughs> so many times before it accidentally actually becomes funny. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to The Brave Room. Don't forget, uh, I want to do the journalism, the journalism Q&A stuff. So please leave your questions for two very tired game journalists. And also send us your prayers because E3 is almost upon us. Um, our games fast, etc, etc. I mean, yeah, but we call it E3 season anyways, because that's that's the big one. Yeah. Also, you know, do yourself a favor. This is also the most common time for fake leaks, because people are most desperate for it. Just don't <laughs> believe any of it. Just get your news from reputable sources like GamerBraves.com, when you see Gamer Santai or Gamer Worker. <laughs> <laughs> There we go, that's some cross-promotion. <laughs> Anyways, this has been Wanamro from The Brave Room. This is, has been Kit also from The Brave Room. And uh, thank you so much for listening. And take care, guys. We'll see you when our bodies stop smoldering from E3.